here in the Mesilai Sharim, Parakid Gimel, we were talking about Devarim Betelim. Okay, so what I want to do today is, I want to read you a little bit from a mimer that I wrote in my Sefer Ormea on Parashat Hitzaveh. I'm sure most of you have the Sefer, if you don't have it, I can give you one. And if you want to go over it and get it clear... We're trying to explain in this mimer, amongst other things, the concept of what is so bad with Dvarim Betel. So what we have over here in the Mesilai Sharim is that the Mesilai Sharim is saying that Dvarim Betelim ultimately leads to Lashon Hara and other forbidden speech. This is very clear in the Rambam and there's many sources in the Gemara and Chazals to it. We want to try to enter the sugi a little bit deeper because from the Rambam it's mashma that Dvarim Betelim by itself, without the fact that it leads to the Dvarim Betelim itself, is in itself something that's not proper. And I want to lo- read you the Lashon Rambam. And the Rambam needs an explanation. And when we understand the Rambam, we'll possibly understand how uh, Dvarim Betelim can actually lead to many Avedot, okay? <clears throat> so the Raman says like this. You're listening, Cohen. Tenan b'masechtas ovis. It says in Masechet Avot, Kol hamarbe devarim mevichet. Anybody that speaks excessively ultimately will come to sin. That's the Mishnah. The Rambam has a Pirish Mishnayis, right? As you all know. The Rambam over there starts to talk about various types of speech. Now one of them, and the third type of speech, you got this going? The third type of speech, the Rambam says, now listen to the words of the Rambam. Hu hadibur hanimas. This is speech which is disgusting. Mi'us. Okay? Asher ain boy toyeles that has brings no benefit. Okay, listening. I said David. The Rambam is talking about various types of speech, and one of the the third type of speech that he speaks about is a speech that the Rambam calls nimas, disgusting. What is this speech that's so disgusting? You would think maybe cursing, nivel pair, stuff like that. No, no, no. Rambam says speech that doesn't bring any toilet from the speech. Nothing good comes out. Nothing positive comes out from the speech. Good? Continues the Rambam. There's no sin involved, but there's no toilet. And what does he say? Kiroi, if you're listening, like most of the schmoozing of the regular people. What happened? Who won the elections? Who lost the elections? Who this? Who that? Right? Mashahoya, what was? Umahem minhage melech ploini behecholoi. And this guy's mansion and how he drives and what he does, you know, just hawking about everything and anything under the sun. The Echaitasibat Mavik Ploni, and this guy died, how did he die? Or Echaita Asher Ploni, how did this guy make big money? 
It's a big topic, you know, how a guy made flus, how he made money, right? The Elu Koyrin Oysa Chachomim Sicha Betela. And this is what the rabbis label this type of talk as Sicha Betela. Speech that's empty, that has nothing to, no to Alice from. Got it? And the Hasidim, that's what we're reading about now, totally and completely omitted this type of speech from their vocabulary. You understand? Yehuda, you're back in business? Yeah, we're talking about Torah Betel. The Rambam says that Devarim Betel, meaning there's no Isser involved in the speech. It's just useless speech. You're talking about this one and that one and the other one and what's going on in the world and what's people doing and how this guy made money and how this guy lost money and all that kind of stuff. But it's very interesting to note in the Rambam that the Rambam calls it mi'uz. It's disgusting. Okay? That's funny. You want to say it's batel? There's no purpose in it. It's a waste of time. Don't get involved in things that waste your time. I got it. But the Rambam is saying that it's ma'us. You understand, Chakov? You're copying it? So this is what I ask in the Sefer. Even though it's divre batala, and we understand that Hasidim, great rabbis, who live a very purposeful life, they don't, they don't do sicha betela, you know? That's fine. But why did the Rambam say it's nimas? What is the kilkel? The Ram's mashmala, when you speak Dvarim Betelim, the Dvarim Betelim itself is something that has a kilkel in it. Right? You didn't hurt anybody. You didn't speak Lashon Hara. You didn't say Sheker. You didn't do Hanufa. Like, what's the problem? It's good old, good old fashioned schmoozing. Right? So, I bring in a Rabbi Ruchum. To be Mazbid the Oymika Indian. Again, I'm not going to read you line by line here. You can look up the Sefer and go through it. If you don't have the Sefer, some of the new Bachram will give you the Sefer. It has Arichas uh, in it, but the, the point's like this. Rabbi Rucham says a very, very important, important Yisait. The Chelek Hadibur. There's a human being who has many parts. And he has many Kochot. He has many abilities. But the most important part of the human being is his speech. Okay? The Chelek HaDibor is the most unbelievable part of the person. And it's like the Tzuras HaOdam. What does that mean, the Tzuras HaOdam? Let me try to explain these deep things. It says in the Torah that Hashem blew into the man Ruach he brought him a, a spirit. He brought him his neshama. What is your neshama? What is your neshama? Your neshama is what we call a tzelem elokim. It's a chelak elokimimal. Man dinafach, medile nafach. One who blows, blows from within himself. So kaviyochal akarish baruchu take a piece of himself and he put it into you. Right? That's a pasuk in the Torah. And the Targum uncle says what? He became a Ruach Memalela. He became a speaking being. That means 
that the manifestation and the koach of your neshama manifests itself in the speech. Speech was given to you in a, for an unbelievable purpose. The speech is the direct koach of your neshama that you have inside of you. Okay? Now, when a person, there's an unbelievable Rabbi Chaim Velozhna that says, if a person wants to know if his thinking is clear, his thinking, he's learning a Gemara, he's learning a Tosafot, he's learning a Mephosh, he wants to know if his thinking is clear, he says that you should speak it out. Why? Because your speech will be margish, will be able to tell the pegimos hasechel. If you if you have a flawed thinking, that means your mind and your tongue are directly connected to each other, because it's coming straight from your neshama, so they're directly connected to each other. So it's a very powerful device called the speech. Okay. Now, it says another gemara just to give you some idea of what speech was given to us for. The gemara brings a pasuk that says ki hayim hem. They are life lemotzeim to those that are, that are found by them. The Chazal say altikli lemotzeim elemotzeim bepeh. Torah will only give life to a human being if he speaks them out. So the speaking out has such an, a tremendous influence on the human being. That means if you speak something out, you solidify. And you get clarity by something that you were developing in your mind. So if you were developing Torah in your mind, all that Torah that you were developing in your mind will not change you, will not become part of you, will not become the way you think all the time under all circumstances unless you speak it out. Speaking things out solidify it in the mind itself. Because the mind and the tongue are connected to each other. That's what the Chavis Halvavis in a place says, that a man, if you want to know who a man is, who are you? Mi'ata. The man is the live, what goes on in his mind, his heart, and his lashon. That means if you want to know if a guy's a good guy, I don't care if he wears streimels, you know what a streimel is? Mitzekrasel tapeus, you know what mitzekrasel tapeus is? And he goes to the mikveh three times a day. And I don't know what he does. Right? You want to know if he's a true, pious man, pay attention to speech. Speech defines you. Because really, you are your heart. But what is the access to your heart? What is bringing out your heart? What is solidifying the things in your heart? That's your talk, that's your speech. If you see a person who is mahalil, he praises actors, fashion designers, sports, he praises those people, then that's what he is. That's what the Shari Chufa says. Right? He says, if you want to know who to hang out with, listen to what they praise. If they praise hachamim, if they praise pious people, if they praise people that do good, that's a good guy. So the speech and the heart is the definition of the man. 
if a person speaks Lashon Hara, it doesn't mean that he didn't have very spoke Lashon Hara. No, 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 no. If you speak Lashon Hara, it defines that you are a crooked heart. You understand? It shows us that you're a sick man. You didn't just do an Avera, you're a sick man. And I'm going to show you more and more why it's like that. Because Lashon Hara, by the way, is not, doesn't begin and end in the speech. Lashon Hara begins in your mind. It begins in your heart. And it gives your eyes a different way of perceiving things. The last step is that you speak it out of your mouth. I'm going to show you that from Chazal. The Miraglim, they were punished 40 years in the desert for the 40 years that they spied the land, 40 days that they spied the land, right? But they only spoke Lashon Hara for one minute, for one hour. So why were they punished for all 40 days? From Chaim Shmulevit says, because a person doesn't just speak negative about the land of Israel. He had to see negativity for 40 days, and then it takes one hour to speak out the negativity. But where's the Lashon Hara? It's the 40 days of seeing things in a critical way. I can look at a guy, and I can see, oh, see, he has this negative, that negative. I could, I'm touching him. I'm touching him up in a negative way. Mimela, I say it. That means the problem is with me. Internally. I'm a sick guy. <laughs> sick, not like physically sick. And maybe not mentally sick, but meager sick. Sickness of the soul. Sick nefesh. You can't see people in a positive way. You see only people in a negative way. You're happy to see people's negativity. You want to see people in a bad way. They're a sick man. Sorry to say. It's just what it is. Right? So how do you know if you're sick? You can't go to the doctor. He's going to put a, some uh, MRI on you or something. How do you know if you're sick? So if you see that you're saying Lashon Hara about people, now you know. You have a Chayle Nefesh. Right? So speech is a powerful thing because the speech and the heart are directly connected to each other. You follow? So now, so we're saying like this. There's many, many chazals I bring in. You have to look it up in the Sefer to keep showing you the power of the soul. The soul and the speech is all connected to each other and that's the human being and that's how you grow. And that was given to you, right? You weren't given speech because you were an animal and you just have the function of speech, you know? One animal could fly, one animal could swim, and then you're the animal who could talk. Well, that's not what it is. The reason why you were given the ability to talk is because you were given the ability to create things with your speech. When a person says Torah, it says in the Zoya, he's creating worlds with his speech. You know, you have to look at life like there's a valve. A valve of biracha comes in, shefa of biracha is a valve. And you're either shutting the valve or opening the valve. You're doing that with your speech. You're doing things with your speech. You're achieving things. You're developing yourself with your speech. You're encouraging people with your speech. You understand? Marpe lashon et 
your mouth can heal people, literally heal people. It has a power to heal people if you speak to them nicely, if you speak to them properly. If there are people that are angry and upset, if you speak to them softly, you can soothe that pain and make the anger go away. It's a powerful thing that was given to us by the speech, because the speech is the power of the neshama. And just like Hashem creates and does and achieves, when we have the power of the neshama which manifests itself in the speech, we have a power to achieve with it. So if you take that unbelievable power and you use it for silly things, that's disgusting. Forget about Isra. Isra, of course, is terrible. If you use your speech for Isurim, that's for sure terrible. But if you use the power of speech for silly things, for useless things, for your own fun, and excitement, that's why the Rambam calls it nimas. That's why it's ma'us. Dvarim Patelim is ma'us because you took the most precious and important thing that makes you not an animal. Makes you an odom. And what did you do with it? You used it like the way animals use their things. You use your thing just for foolish things. That's the idea that Rabbi Rucham is basically developing in the Rambam. Right? So I'm just going to read the summary of the, spe- the piece that I wrote here. And it goes as follows. Lachen tzaricha adam, person has to, liyakel, ulahachshiv, et koach adibushlo. He has to know the power of speech he has. Velo lahavchit oto, and not to, to, to make it low. Lishtamesh, to use it, lidvorm shomabakach. And you have to know that Chazal tell us, that there's only a certain amount of speech that a human being has in his life. And if he uses it up and he wastes it, he will lose a powerful thing called speech. You'll lose it. So you're wasting it away. And for this reason, Chazal tell us, What is the profession of a human being? What should a person make his profession in this world? Yasim Atzma Ki'ilam, he should make himself like a person who can't speak. Meaning, he should only speak words of Torah or has purpose. But for everything else, he should have like a Ilim, like a person who can't speak. Happens to be the Chavetz Chaim says that this is for a person on a very high level, meaning this is like uh, something that would take you years to achieve. If me and you would act like a Ilim, we would probably snap. So for us, we have to first just make sure we don't do the bad stuff. Make sure we don't speak Lashonara, make sure we don't do the bad stuff. 100%. But again, like I told you, every time when I say Musa, I want to say it again and again. We learn the Emet because that's a goal that we want to reach. It's an Emet. It's not to put pressure on ourselves that today we have to be Tzadikim Gemur. It doesn't work like that. It's an Emet. Some people don't like to face the Emet because it's so... The emet makes them feel uncomfortable because I'm so far away from the emet. So I can't handle it. So let me say it's not emet or let me be oblivious of the emet. That's not the mahalo. This is the emet. We have to know the emet. Now to achieve the emet, to get to the emet, it's a ladder. It's a ladder of growth. It takes time. So for young guys like us, regular guys, at least we bring awareness to ourselves and we have to start watching the speech and making sure we don't speak Lashon Hara, do Devarim Asurim. 
Eventually, we want to get to the level where we're more careful about what we speak about, things that have purpose, not to just yap away like a shimshoita. You know, that's levels. Levels and levels, which we will hope to get to. But we want to at least understand the oimik. The Rambam is calling, sitting in the dormitory, schmoozing with your friends about this guy and that guy without speaking Lashon Hara. The Rambam says it's ma'us. It's disgusting. Now, why it's disgusting? We're trying to explain it. Because you have a power of speech which is so holy and so great, and you're using it for Okay? Now... So now here's the tifkite. Now I'm going to say a word which is mamish tif. You ready for tifkite? You know what tifkite means? Tifkite means depth. Here's depth. This is the avla. You know what the avla is? This is the 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 the, the, the lowness and the badness of, of smoothing without toelas. What's the oimik of the problem? It's ma'abed the tsuras ha'odam. These are fancy words. Tsuras ha'odam. You know what tsuras ha'odam means? Tzuras Adam doesn't mean the way a man looks, like his nose, his ears. Tzuras Adam means what defines you to be an Adam. If you, a person who ruins his Tzuras Adam means he acts like a human being who's really acting like an animal in the form of a human, that by Hashem is a terrible thing. So you, since your speech is the essence of the Tzuras Adam. Hashem went and blew a nishmas chaim into a adam, which is nishama is ruach mamala. If you misuse it and you act like with it, like mundane, so to speak, or like an animal will, that's called being ma'abid the tsuras ha'adam. I'm going to tell you a very big aside now, if you want, because I, I spoke very deep today, so I want to bring this aside down a little bit lower in a very very important way. I was talking to somebody. A person, single guy, a bacher, who stays up until like 3 o'clock in the morning, not doing bad things necessarily, playing music, chilling, whatever you want to call it. And of course, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, you can't get up in the morning, right? And then, so eventually you're getting up, what, 12, 1, 2 o'clock, whatever it is, right? So I told a boy like this, and you look in the world, Right? Is a normal human being do that? Does a normal human being do that? What does normal people, functioning normal, healthy people do? They go to sleep on time and they get up and they go to work. Or they go to college. Or they're productive. They're productive. They're normal people, right? Who do you see doing that? You see people that don't have a tsuras ha'odam. They're humans. But they don't have the tzurat ha'adam. Their tzuras ha'adam is ruined, right? So I explained to him, you're still a good guy. You're still a adam. But if you behave like a person who doesn't have a tzuras ha'adam long enough, you start to lose your own tzuras ha'adam. It becomes part of you. That's why we have to be very careful in life. There's certain things in life that define you to be a human being. And even if you're not a bad guy, but if you get into the habit of behaving like a person who doesn't have a tzuras ha'odom, that becomes you. And once it becomes you, that's a whole different ballgame. Very difficult to change that. Tzuras ha'odom is very, very important. Does it lead to more stuff? Of course it leads to a person who, doesn't, who loses a tzuras ha'odom, acts like a behavior. 
He acts like a low person. But don't think that just because you're not a low person and you're not a behemoth, but if you do things that are not Surah Sa'adam Dik, you will lose your Surah Sa'adam eventually, with time. So we have to be very careful. Okay, we'll stop here for today.